You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, sponsored by Broken Egg Games. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 88 of Line of Sight. My name's Chandler. I'm here with Jaden. Hi, Jaden. Hello. We I'm are back. Yeah. And Brett's not here. Nope. <laughs> nope. But we replaced him with somebody way more fun. Uh, today, we've got Mr. Jeff Olson with us. How's it going, buddy? Hey. Hello. I'm doing great. Thank you. So we've got some wonderful spoilery things to talk about. But before we get onto that... We're going to talk about news because we've got to do all that good stuff. So for anybody who's paying attention, they did a dev chat today on the Privateer Press Facebook uh, where they talked about Guardians of the Temple. And they put all the character jacks in it. Just all of them. Except Avatar. But it's it's all the cool ones. (laughs) It's literally (laughs) my three favorite. My three favorite character jacks went into Guardians. And I was like, well, already. I don't know. There's there's like a million character jacks in Minoth it feels there, like. there, there are, there are a time. lot yeah yep and before before the stream this morning i was like okay which ones are these again because they all have uh-huh. the same name i had to go and double check to remember which one was they, which. They, protector has a very consistent naming scheme for for character something Jack. of something something of something yeah uh, it took dojoing with chandler for like a solid year before i had them all straightened out yeah yep no, I'm super excited about it. I, I think those those changes are a whole lot of fun for it. And then we also saw the changes for uh, Ravens of War, which boy does that land look cool. Yeah, like of the ones um, that we've seen so far, it's it's the most inspired feeling to me as far as like its ability to make lists. Like I was like, this is just a cool looking theme. Like you can just do a yep. lot with this. So I think that's pretty cool. And yeah, Legion, you go guys. Uh, also, as far as events going on, uh, we've been talking a little bit about the Riverfront Rumble. Uh, that's July 27th in Minnesota. Um, if you aren't already planning on going to that, you're probably not going at this point. But <laughs> I just want to—I'm just going to keep mentioning it because they asked me to shill it for them. So I'm just going to keep doing that. That's so my birthday. Up. Sweet. So go celebrate. I'm going to—I'll just yeah, celebrate my birthday by going to Minnesota. <laughs> by going, yes, by going. I just got back from Nebraska. Let's just do a repeat and go somewhere else. It's not <laughs> glorious. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and then, Jaden, you got something as well, yeah? Yeah, so there's the NorCal Classic, which is August 9th through 11th in Mountain View, California. It's got an IG and Warfare Weekend qualifier thing, and also it's a unique con in a lot of ways because there's a five-man WTC-style team event going on. And um, as there's a Team USA West Coast, Best Coast team, they're all going to be there as their team. So come make sure they don't win so that they have you know lots of good things going on before WTC. And uh, they'd feel extra motivated to go win it or Very something. Cool. Yep. I always love seeing those those five man events or the five man team events are a logistic nightmare, but you go guys. <laughs> you, you run those events. Real quick, can we do another three man team event like we did at Mox Please. a couple years ago? That sounds so fun. Look, that format was awesome. I agree. I I would love to get rules for a proper three man one. We did one once, but I don't think we did it very well. I think it wasn't a good setup for it. But so we we just stole the format that like Germany uses. Guild Ball. Very cool. Yeah, it's like Guild Ball Germany or something. 
It was sick. Yeah, cool. so it was really good. The quick overview is you both put down a blind a, a player that the other team doesn't get to see, that the other team gets to see, and then both teams match a player into that player, and then there's a blind like middle table that gets the two people that didn't get chosen to go play. So you get one good matchup, one oh my gosh, who knows matchup, and one probably bad matchup. Very cool. Yeah, the way the way we did it once locally and the way we did it was just sort of like a pared down version of the five man, but it doesn't work well at three. No, um, it doesn't. You have to do something unique. So that's an interesting way to do it. I'll have to I'll have to take a look at that. Because that sounds fun. <clears throat> Love to be able to run something like that in here. So yeah. I think that's about it for news. I mean there's a lot of stuff going on, but I'm not gonna yeah. parse literally everything oblivion's happening yeah oblivion's happening so it's all just there's just stuff Stuff yeah right uh so i'm only mentioning things that were recent enough that i remember them off the top of my head basically because otherwise it'd be a nightmare so we're actually i'm gonna i'm gonna use your guys podcast as an opportunity to re-explain to the community how the whole oblivion thing is gonna happen go for it so here's the idea at gen con we're pre-releasing oblivion sometime around then either like right before or right after or whatever we're going to flip a switch on war room that will allow people to build lists with either the new oblivion way themes are done or the old way that way people who are like running events and stuff can choose which one they want to do additionally around that same time hopefully when we launch that war room update for the themes we'll also launch our dynamic update which will include some balance updates and things that we've been talking about the end of my story. Yep. Nice. And also Hunger for yeah, been, been a, yeah. very clear that that's not the only dynamic update that's happening this year, probably. Um, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to give any dates or times or anything, but we, we want to see how the new themes play out mm-hmm. before we go and rewrite all the model rules in the game. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Kind of thing. Um, I think people are expecting us to like change every model, but that's, that's just not happening because the theme thing in itself is a huge change to the game. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I, doing too much at once would be way too overwhelming. It's better for us to take a couple months to see how the meta's shifting and handling it, seeing what's coming out strong, what's coming out weak, and then from that point on, we can start making informed decisions. Yep. yep. That makes sense. Seems good. So, with that in mind, let's go on to what we're talking about today. Boom. So... Jeff has been kind enough to provide us with one of the new Oblivion updated theme forces. And they were already doing Legion today, so we're just keeping that going. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be kind of a Legion palooza, I yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. For like the next week in terms of content. And that's just how scheduling worked out. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just, this is how things ended yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Do you want me to like read the theme or what's the plan? So, what I'm going to do, because we want to just be as obnoxious as possible. Is yes. I'm going to go through it. Uh, we're going to go through it section by section, and I'm not going to talk about the whole thing all at once. And then that when we get to the end, we'll be able to talk about it in in context a little bit. So we're just going to have to go through the whole thing if we want to hear what all the things are in it because it's funny. Yeah, listen to the whole cast. Yeah, although chances are get those impressions. Yeah, uh, chances are the image of it will end up up with the cast anyway. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so first thing we want to talk about is army composition. So I'm going to run through. So this is Did Sorry, I should tell you actually what it is. This is Oracles <laughs> of Annihilation. Sorry, it was in my head, but we kept talking and I lost it. Uh, we're talking about Oracles of Annihilation. Uh, the long stand, everybody played in Mark II, remembers the fun days of dealing with Oracles. It's a very different beast now, though, for sure. 
Well, then when it when it dropped in the theme Apocalypse, it was kind of like the go-to Legion theme for a while yeah, too. For sure. Yeah, that's because Fiona was like really hard to beat. Yeah, Fiona and all the nerfs and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So, Oracle's Annihilation. I'm going to talk about army composition. So, Legion Warlocks, obviously non-character war beasts. Uh, Proteus is in the theme. That's pretty sweet. Yep, he was not before, so that is an addition to it. Uh, model slash units with magic ability. Uh, spawning vessel units. Beast mistress solos. Blightedness Shepherd solos, Incubi solos, Spell Martyr solos, and then the weird one. This army can include any number of minion units, minion solos, and minion battle engines that will work for Legion. And you can dun, use dun, dun. So this is the first this is the first theme uh for hordes at least where you can use battle engines. Uh, yeah, I, I think know, so. I think you I think you could use a battle engine in heavy metal for a while, but isn't nope. there a troll one that you could take the thingy on? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe. I'm actually like going through the page of the book because I actually have the physical book yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm double checking. Yep. Okay. Well, there might be other ones now, but there's sure like as far as ones we've had before. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like pre Oblivion, uh, there's not been like battle engines in the hordes. Are we, gonna, are we gonna talk about that now before we move on to the next part of this theme? Yeah. Because I do. So I just want to go on record and saying that. I fought and died on that hill to get Legion players their uh, Sacro Vaults again. Nice. So yep. that was that was my big contribution that I was like, Legion players bought Sacro Vaults in uh, Mark II and Mark III. Yeah. And then there was no opportunity to play them in any of the themes. And that was a feel bad. And so yeah. when we were kind of creating this minion theme, I'm like, we need to give Legion players backwards acrobats somewhere. Yeah. Sweet. And obviously this was the, the place to do it, right? For sure. Well, it makes and, sense because this is like the magic theme, right? And Sacro Vaults are all about magic. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. And so I, I want to just kind of with that, that comment, I want to back up just a little bit to kind of ask about like, what was the thematic goal for this iteration of Oracles? Like what, what is it you guys wanted to do with this particular theme? So we, when we were kind of in, in and I'll just kind of say up front that Legion was probably the recipient of like the, the biggest theme overhauls in general. We saw that in Ravens. We're seeing that now a little bit in Oracles. Uh, Primal Terrors basically didn't change. I'll just go ahead and kind of slap that one out there real quick. Um, and Children um, got some, some slight tweaks as well. But with Oracles, kind of the goal we were looking at was, well, we wanted to have a magic theme because magic is still a very like prominent prevalent part of the legion identity right Mm -hmm. Um, they have very notable spell casters they have spell casting units they have a lot of people on dragons waving sticks around right um and so we we then on top of that just like scorn players are have often been a faction that has this kind of um uh, minions side gimmick as it were uh, Legion has, while that's never been necessarily um, present in their rules, it's always been a very common for Legion players to use minion units, much like Signar players using mercenary units, right? Did that, that grok? Yeah, I agree. Like, if you look back to Mark II, especially, there was just mm-hmm. like, oh, you have some beasts and a Strider unit, and look at all those minions you've brought. Yeah. And we've always wanted to feature that kind of what happens whenever blight gets a hold of some some minion guys and and how do they twist them and and use them and and take advantage of them right and so this being kind of the magic theme and the theme that's like manipulation and 
um, perversion and um, like mutation of things that just feel felt like the natural place to make this addition. For sure. And that probably gets into talking about kind of the perversion and the getting into kind of the weird stuff. Is, is that why Proteus came to mind as far as character? Oh, yeah, in? yeah. And, and yeah, the, so then the other thing was, is, and I kind of mentioned this um, <clears throat> when we did the, the dev hang, the dev stream on, today on Wednesday, that uh, we tried to make sure we had a home for all of the character beasts um, or in character checks. Because, uh, again, that was another place we felt that we were not doing a huge service to the community. We could improve the player experience by making sure these were all present, right? And so when we were figuring out where we wanted to put the beasts, we looked at Proteus as he's this weird, twisted, mutation-y, magical creation of um, Absalonia who's twisted and done all this weird stuff, gribbly stuff to this monster. He's like the weird freak, so this is kind of like the weird freak theme force in a way. Yeah. And so that's, that's why we made that decision to put Proteus in here. Makes sense. Seems good. So we want to talk about the requisition options as well. Uh, so you've got a Legion command attachment, which is fairly typical. Uh, one Blighted Nis Sorceress and Hellion solo. Uh, I believe Oracles, they've always been able to take those for free. Yeah, that was a big uh, part so... of why they were so like big yeah. at the beginning of mark three is because they got mm -hmm. this theme really early and it was like originally it was also they could get four free things so yes you bring like two of these yeah. and then two somethings yeah yeah for sure uh another one of the options is five ingubi solos and uh one option is one other small or medium based legion solo it's also fairly typical so was there any like particular considerations about what you're putting in for requisition options uh, this was sort of us like being like, let's not shake the boat too much, yeah. right? Uh, the obvious like thing here that's the different is the free incubi, right? Yeah. Um, and that was to kind of again, this is the weird, twisting, magical nastiness theme, and that's exactly what those things are, right? Right. And it also fit within our spectrum of like where we were vaguely trying to keep points and like concepts locked in for how much we were giving people with the requisition options. Mm -hmm. Um, it I, honestly, it was. I, I in fact, I think the conversation was basically like trolls get whelps. Incubi are conceptually similar to that, right? You buy this thing, it pops out of a thing, it does a thing, right? So there's really no reason not to do that. Also, people probably own lots of uh, incubi, so like some user models, especially if they're like a callous player. Yeah, playing against JVM in the Iron Gauntlet, he just like pulls out thirty incubus, and I'm like. All right, then. <laughs> Gonna be one of those. I, got, I have to kill your army twice. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like Incubi, this is the theme for you, because boy. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's just talk about what actually happens to the theme, because it's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a funky theme. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, minion models in this army become blighted models. Not friendly faction. Yeah, they're not friendly faction, but they are blighted models. Does that, aside from the rest of the text on this, does that interact with any in particular? I don't know how much stuff in it. Yeah, Lanista hates the them. Answer, like, oh yeah, there's yes, that. that is that is correct. That's interesting. Uh, it off the top of my head, it interacts with a couple things, and additionally, at the top of my head, I could not tell you what those right, things okay. are. Yeah, it, like I feel like there's a couple of niche things I just don't know off the top of my head. It's so. literally like two are kind of random interactions. Like, isn't like Saren's blight bomb? Like not affect them or something. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to look. Uh, very cool. So could... it's, but let's be. But just to clarify, before the community like 
rips me a new one for saying, oh, this theme, this benefit. It's it's a thematic thing also. That's the core function there, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, and there's there's further text about about how that yes. matters as well. So, uh, so the first part of that is when a living small based minion warrior model is destroyed. It's a typo there, but is destroyed by an enemy attack, collateral damage, or a continuous effect, you can replace it with an incubus model as if it were a faction model. So, um, um, like, just like callous feet for minions all the time yep. yep so you no no no. i mean assuming you take you still have to take incubi yeah right yeah 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 for sure yep so like yeah you had some really gross ideas that you were spitballing at me earlier jeff you want to give people a taste yeah so um again the the kind of the purpose of this is just to like to have like a cool theme resonate through the theme right of of minions are being blighted and what could happen with that so like some ideas of like cool tech that i think is um well first off like valkyries mm-hmm. are really obvious like a valkyrie a, a, a pharaoh valkyrie is not easy to kill it has shield guard which is super relevant uh, it can shield guard a big shot onto itself you finally kill it and you're like oh surprise it's also it just becomes an incubi have fun with that right mm-hmm. yeah uh, bone grinders i think are pretty obvious especially um we haven't covered all the things with bone grinders. Have we, did we spoil all? You sure I, haven't talked going about down. bone grinders at all, actually. I, I just totally lied. They're not going down a point. I said that kind of as like a reflex to the Pharaoh changes in general. <laughs> they are getting a little bit of a tweak um, in the dynamic update. I won't spoil that here. Um, but like, you know, their, um, their craft talisman is not faction specific. So you can use it on your, yeah, that's true. Your, they tough, they tough out when they don't tough out, they can turn into an incubi. I think the real, like, spicy one is like boker and swamp shamblers yeah uh you you take like them you take a crock pot you give them some corpses the swamp shamblers the swamp shamblers uh, swamp shamblers like go and jam the hell out of your opponent and then your opponent kills them and you're like surprise it's an incubi you got to kill it again oh you kill the incubi cool i get a corpse and make a new swamp shambler yep like that sounds like an oppressive level of attrition there right yeah yeah for sure yeah, that definitely seems pretty uh, pretty okay. I always love the kind of wacky ways to recycle Swamp Shamblers in various factions. So that's well, really an Incubus like Def 13, right? So if yeah. you wanted to like super double down and bring Wrong Eye, it's just like, that's not a terrible stat to be star-crossing. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That sounds, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like the worst. And then just stack on yeah. whatever your caster's doing. Right. Or, or like um, the other one is like Pharaoh Commandos ambushing. Oh yeah, oh that's cute. And then they, I like they, that. They turn into later. Oh yeah, like, it's not tied to control or anything. It's just like this is a thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. They're, they could be literally anywhere on the table. They just come right on. You take a minimum unit of them or something. Yeah. Come right on. You jump in a zone, or they tie some unit up, and you're like, cool. I I finally killed this tough model. Oh, just turned into another guy. Sweet. <laughs> Great. I'm really, I'm really excited right. about that. Well, then this uh... has like crazy implications for scenario play right because like if your opponent's got got like eight attacks and they need to kill five models to clear his own this is just not going to happen yeah are you really excited for some for you to like spend all the resources to finally kill that one remaining um swamp gobber bellows crew guy who's hiding in a zone in the corner and then he just turns into a husk or i'm not a husk but a uh, incubi yeah or like your generic chef who's just like sitting on a flag at death a billion because he's in cover or something yep yep uh i will say quickly for the sake of the swamp shamblers it does have to be a living model 
<laughs> slash gasp. Yep. I'm a big liar. Yep. 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 Well, good thing you're here to check and check my notes. So. <laughs> I was just sitting here reading it. I was like, it seems. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait. Jeff's a big dummy. I was like looking at that the other day too, and I was like, yeah. man, this seems really spicy. Still so, though, I do like thing I, I, I do like the ambushing commandos a lot. That's yeah, like, ambushing commandos so was the obnoxious. first thing that I. Yeah, that's what I came up with and like tested internally. Like I didn't play with the Bokers and Swamp Shamblers because I was mostly playing with the uh, Pharaoh stuff. Yeah, and so I, I was just I was just like, oh wait, this seems good because ambushing stuff is is good, especially with the new scenarios, uh-huh. right? Yeah. The other thing too is like uh, I think not to downplay just like the minion thing in general but like how does gatorman husk sound like in legion Fantastic. right like just you can take as many of them as you want so you just take the max fa there's like three or four of them or whatever the fa on those things it's is three, I yeah. Believe. yeah yeah those things are those things are dope yeah they're obnoxious uh so the next benefit that we go on to is when an enemy model ends its activation within two inches of a blight of a blighted model in this army, the enemy model suffers the corrosion continuous effect. So this is an effect that we we've seen effects like this before, and it's not usually been considered terribly strong, but as a theme benefit for one, we've never seen it as a theme benefit mm-hmm. for another. Yeah, this effect is called like rhyme. basically. Rhyme, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it's like the, the, the other thing is that uh, it can, <laughs> Have it on a lot of things if you take a lot of minion models. Right, because all, all of the swamp shamblers have it because it doesn't care about living this one. Mm-hmm. It also yeah. it also counts for like like the battle engines. Oh sure, uh, yep. become blighted if you if you take it. Um, which in case the uh, sacro vault already wasn't killing all of your infantry that charged right. it. Yeah, for sure. Or like uh, any, if you bring a minion lesser warlock with the warbeast on it, those are also blighted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so it's I, I don't like I don't think this is something you're gonna bank on, but it's something to remember that you have for sure. Yeah, and and this this theme benefit is a theme benefit, right? I'm stressing theme. We th- this theme benefit effectively wasn't going to exist. There was there's not a magic slot that had to be filled. We were just thinking, hey, why don't we throw? Why don't we do something cool? Since we're kind of trying to play up this whole blighted theme, why don't we throw a very like low impact benefit in there just for the flavor aspect of it? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like so. It's not like this thing. This theme benefit existing means that another theme benefit doesn't exist. This is just us being like, how can we express a cool narrative element in the game and not have it just like immediately bust out, destroy yeah, everything? Our, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I mean, but it, I think it's really neat and flavorful. And like, is it going to do much? No, not necessarily. But can it do something? Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You charge like any hard target. Like if you're bringing Gatorman Posse for some reason, it's like you better hope you kill all these things or that entire unit that you just charged me with is like it's gonna die. And, and remember, it's blighted models, so it's 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 just like the whole army. Oh right? yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so gross. Like, if you're, all of your war beasts, your I don't know, your uh any of your unit, the actual normal legion units you take, mm-hmm. right? <coughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> so yeah, like it's it's like again, like we've seen that effect before, but it's usually been on like it's on one model and it's like, okay, well, eh. but when it's on basically your entire army, like it's something you have to consider at the very least. Yeah, and sometimes it won't come up much at all. You're like, I'm running ten heavy, and, and I think there, the but... place that it's probably going to be, like, I think the place where you're going to see it happen the most 
is when people are taking advantage of incubi when you kill when my guy walks up and kills your blighted dude yeah i turn him into an incubi your activation ends surprise you're also you're also right yeah, yeah that's really good right yeah and then the incubi can go well i don't i don't have to swing to kill this guy now i can just dirtle around somewhere annoying right yeah if i've got anything else anything else i can do i can take the time to do that instead of worrying too much about it yeah. mm-hmm. yep 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 yeah I, I think this theme seems like a lot of fun i i love the i always love the like being able to take lots of mercs or minions in kind of a weird way and especially in a way that kind of like tweaks them a little bit and i, yeah. I think this is very thematic it'll be kind of interesting to see uh like if anybody does um interesting conversion or paint work uh, yeah i was gonna say this to me is the theme that someone makes a really cool converted army around yeah right? any of these minion themes really like for disciples of agony i'm already like yeah. going how do i make these things look like my scorn ah. and uh yeah. i expect that like blighted anything is gonna look really cool yeah yeah i agree well it's like i had uh we had a local here who he had a lot of random like his incubi were a lot of random solos and casters he, like, actually in crack and casters and stuff that he like ripped apart and had incubi crawling and stuff out of i think stuff like that would be a lot of fun to do with just a very minion centric many much minions kind of army mm-hmm. yeah it's cool stuff we've seen a few themes lately that have been like saw this with hearts of, <clears throat> saw this with hearts of darkness as well where it's like kind of the uh hobbyist dream theme <laughs> in a lot of respects yeah yeah, and that you know that, that's definitely a goal, right? We want to yeah. see people do cool stuff with their models. Yeah. Uh, do we want to hit up the last benefit in the theme? Yeah. I suppose we can do that. So friendly models and units, models slash units, can begin the game affected by the upkeep spells of warlocks in their army. Uh, and there's a bunch of clarifying text on that. But you can start with your upkeeps in play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one, this one's fairly typical of a lot of it's like the magic. Theme. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fairly typical of a lot of like magicy themes right is, is being able to start with that um and it does seem like a lot of the themes kind of that we've seen so far seem to have, kind of have like something like that at the end that's like re-roll your die roll or you start with your upkeeps in play or like these kind of benefits that are similar to things that we've kind of seen before but yeah uh still kind of fit into what the, whatever that thematic element is that the, they're supposed to be going for yeah so yeah uh, i think uh, like the notable thing so there's only like and you guys can you guys can definitely help me out on this um there's like what two spells in the game that are not faction type it's like vanishing ward and uh it's jalam's scavenger's blessing okay yeah so ba- but vanishing ward which is present on um uh, uh what's her name Saren? yeah it's on sarah it's on the Saren and rias twins right uh, it's on Saren. i don't know if it's on the twins or not Let me look. so anyway, the moral story is is vanishing ward you know can start the game on one of your minion units yeah mm-hmm you know grab brigands or whatever um obviously the rest of them have to go on faction but there is that one case where it can be elsewhere yeah yeah that doesn't and it can be on suck. yeah it's on Saren and it's on the twins so lots of okay, banning, yeah, right lots of banishing word mm-hmm. yeah for sure which is actually banishing word is like relevant yeah it's actually interesting because i think that the twins is a place where you actually might want to play this game with proteus just like have access to him because they really kind of like that beast. But Proteus is so weird. Yeah. Like he's he kind of, like he kind of does it all in a way, right? Yeah. 
Um, he, he, like, he can hit pretty hard if he wants to. And then he's also, like, kind of tough, and he has kind of these control elements with, like, the, his weird animus and stuff like that, yeah. right? I think I think this is going to be a case where people in like in like a year someone's going to come out of nowhere with some bizarre veil one version of this list that uses Proteus and does weird things or something oh, I can see it. right whatever that something is I yeah. don't know but well yeah, like some some early impressions I've had about this list is that um, I, I think Callus two is interesting in this one. Um, largely because you can bring Doubleman Croaks, which turns on his feet in a pretty huge way that, that oh, not yeah. a whole lot of things can <laughs> do in Legion. Um, it also is interesting to have like that sort of expendable infantry gun line with this ridiculous assassination slash alpha strike monster machine of the, the battle group behind it. And he really does like Proteus too, for that reason, because his Proteus is like, Speed six, slipstream two, eight, uh, charge eleven feet, fourteen tentacles, eighteen, like eighteen inch threat, I think. Which is just like, huh. Yeah. So okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and admit a possible weird interaction that I just now thought of that we did not cover internally. Uh Okay, and I'm gonna talk about. I'm going to bring this up as a hilarious byproduct thing, but I'm going to have to talk to like Travis tomorrow and figure out where we're at. Does Gudrun the Wander become a blighted ogren for the purpose of Anomag's passive ability? Ah, pulling up at, pulling up both of those models <laughs> at, as we speak. That is a great uh, question. I mean, Gudrun is an ogren, right? He I'm, has yes. other ogren that work for Legion. Is Hutchuck an ogren model? Uh, but he doesn't work for Legion, does he? I don't think he does. Let's check. He's too good guy or rather, like, he's he's too, um... Oh, yeah. Civilized. Troll, but it's okay. So we're good. Um, Gudrun, he is an Ogren, and... So, I mean, he would have both subtexts, right? I think so. What does Animax say? And what about the Ogren Bokur? <laughs> uh, he... If this works, then he would, too? Uh, when other when another friendly blighted ogre model destroys, yes, absolutely, that would work. <laughs> all right, so hold on. To all the fans who listen to this podcast, please don't take this as law, though. I'm gonna talk to Travis, and we'll see where this is actually supposed to land. But I think it works. Yep. That's really funny. I literally was just like scrolling through, just and being thinking like, about that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny. That is super cute, actually. Because, like, I don't know why you'd want to play Animag in this theme, usually, but... I mean, Friendly Faction Warrior Models just gain Dark Shroud. That's true. That doesn't suck. So, like, your, all your Incubus are just Dark Shroud <laughs> all over the place? <laughs> okay, that, that's actually super great. I hadn't thought about that. And they all gain and they all gain Grievous Wounds, so... Okay. I don't know. That seems kind of real. Yeah. I don't hate this um, at all, actually. Hmm, that's really cute. That is funny. <laughs> okay, well, interesting. <laughs> Play it as it lies, boys. <laughs> well, here, well, here we go. <laughs> so, um, Glorious. what kinds of lists have you been building to, like, playtest this theme, Jeff? I mean, it probably goes without saying that, like, Callus is, like, the, the stress test Callus that I have... Yeah, 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 yeah. With um, getting uh, inc- the, the feet yeah. and all that, right? Yep. Um, and then uh, 
and all that madness. Uh, I think that's um, that that's that was basically my concern point. I was like, if this isn't super busto, then then I, there's probably not a lot of interactions that are going to be super busto, mm-hmm. right? Um, was what happens when you flood the table with just stuff when there's you just have some value legion stuff doing legion things you can uh you know uh and then and then you're you have a, a million minions everywhere they're just popping out and taking bus this is everywhere mm-hmm. right the other thing that i was uh also playing around with was uh like infinite battle engines okay uh because you get a uh, uh sacro vaults and um uju what's it's mouth towers yeah the throne the throne are thrones in this theme force models units with yeah, the magic ability okay all right there, there, there it is yeah uh and isn't telemetry well speak so you've got telemetry on the uh sacro vault right mm-hmm. and you can also take the uh the blood seer uh yeah you can get you can so get like that's just accurate for sure yeah and i'm double checking something i just remember off the top of my head blah 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 Oh no, telemetry is friendly, friendly flag. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But you have you have access to multiple forms of telemetry for, um, for your stuff. For stuff and things. Yep. Yeah. Uh so yeah, like those those were like the, the the big ones that I was playing around with, mostly because I love just putting battle engines on the table in general. Like if you can if you tell me I can build a list that's got like a colossal and like four battle engines, I'm that's, just going to play it. That's uh, I played a rack yeah, that's, that's, that's what Chandler and I have been playing lately. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, just fresh <laughs> Because I've always crazy. loved battle engines. Yep. And like, and that's the thing is like, if you also have a huge base caster, oh. like I, I, I just want to put as many huge bases on the table as possible. It's because I think it looks hilarious. That's reasonable. Uh, but yeah, the, those were definitely the ones that I was doing was battle engines plus, uh, and then infinite incubi. Yep, makes sense. Uh, what kind of lists are you guys? Are you guys interested in seeing in this? Well, I was just sitting here thinking about how obnoxious Callus won with wrong eyed Snapjaw sounds, but that's <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> all the incubi are popping out and they're plus three defense. Yeah. And you're under Starcrest. Yeah. Enjoy that. Something But like the same at the same time, that's like not a thing we haven't already right, seen. Like right, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't mean it's not good and people shouldn't play it. People should absolutely play it. Well, and it's, it's probably super strong. It's also just a lot more functional to build a list that way due to the requisition system. Yeah. Because yes. usually that would be really hard to do. Like you could do it, but it'd be kind of a mess. But yeah. uh, as it is with the new system, you can put it together really easily. Yeah. Uh, something that I, I've been talking to Charles Aerosmith about is Veil 1 with um, the Thrones. Uh, because insight plus them seems real dumb and they can also be affected by her feet right so like it kind of solves her main problem of i just die now because i can't move with my feet unless that's changed and you can tell us um no (laughs) all right i tried uh and but like then you can just be like all right i move this throne in front of veil and then now she's behind a huge base that's actually really hard to kill so that seems pretty good and then like just toss in i don't know a bunch of either chaff infantry that are cheap like i think you pretty much just want to bring a bokor in every list like it's 10 points sure and it's really good right so why not yeah totally um but like that's and then like proteus with leash is really really good too leash and strips slipstream give it 
like uh well, he's just going to weird places yeah because he's six nine twelve fourteen <clears throat> like 16 inch threat range at that point and it's not linear so he can just go into all kinds of weird spots and drag things out for your um battle engines to spray and then he gets to reposition with the feet and just seems real gross so yeah. those kind of things like i said i think this is going to be a theme that like someone's going to figure out something super janky and just crush with it yeah i i 100 agree because there's just like like there's so many more options in this theme force than there are in the in the average theme force right that there's mm-hmm. got to be something here that we haven't thought about and somebody's going to so that'll be really cool to watch. Like basically every single theme force that's got access to tons of minions or mercs, I'm just going to be watching for the next year and going like, all right, when is somebody going to break this thing? Because there's just so many yeah. options, right? I agree, a hundred percent. Well, and I think that's like, and I think that's also true for like the new Ravens theme. Oh yeah, well, right? so that's what I was going to say. Is the way that we've seen most of these themes getting reworked, and Ravens in particular was one where I was like, there's so many directions you can go with this. Because you can, like, when I was looking at Ravens, I was like, you can almost run this, like, it obviously plays fairly different, but almost Gravediggers-esque type. Like, just, I've got lots of, you know, Striders or whatever that shoot, and I've got access to that marked target. Or you can build these very beast-centric kind of builds if you want, or you can do kind of mixes in between. And that's a really wide range, especially with the, the type of, like beasts legion has access to yeah uh, and hey everyone excited for Lil three to come back and there just be rat infinite nope not really but there it is <laughs> actually yeah so what's the most excited for in the raven's team force that i can think of is like abby two with three ravagors ish because that sounds yeah, dude, awful we, we mark we mark two boys <laughs> yeah yep. that sounds awful because the ravagors have three attack three initials now and they didn't used to right so their offensive yeah, output is nutsoid compared to what it used to be um, yeah, but kind of, and, and sort of reeling it back to kind of what we were talking about a second ago was like the goal here, right. Was to make themes way more fun to build stuff in overall. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think where we didn't quite succeed and where we've succeeded a lot more this time around, as we've iterated on the system is I think the Legion themes in particular were subject to harsher restrictions than other factions they were, they themes really right when you had yeah 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 where it was just like you can only take beasts that were you know spawned on a tuesday <laughs> yeah and yeah right and and so you know we're, we're talking about how we're opening up these themes and they're super diverse but it's it's really just more like we're kind of just bringing the legion themes to the par with everyone else yeah. right where suddenly you're going to be have people making grave diggers lists that incorporate jacks and trenchers and you're going to have wolves of winter themes that do weird battle groups to co- you know to co- to go along with the other stuff and yada yada right you're just there's a way more playground right right well yeah. i mean i feel like in a lot of ways that this is the biggest change to the game since mark 3 almost like the- theme forces were yeah. big but it really just restricted players and this is the most like freeing that it's been since the beginning of mark 3 but like the game's in a lot better of a position than it was at launch yeah, Generally. and um, you know, it's because I see a lot of people throwing around like, "Oh, is this a three point five? Is this a Mark four? It's like, no, no, we're just you know, we're just constantly iterating on the game, right? We're always trying to improve the experience. Mm-hmm. If anything, if I was to apply game dev terms to it, and <clears throat> a lot of this comes from you know my experience in like video game development kind of stuff, is Theme Apocalypse would be like a three point one, right? And this would be like a three point two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is just like 
the next natural evolution of how the game is going to continue to evolve. Right. Right. Well, I mean, the, the whole model, uh, especially after after Mark three and after like that first year or so of kind of figuring out where everything was at, like the the game shifted to a lot more of kind of what you so much of the rules are centered around online like systems now rather than necessarily being like all the, the kind of published things that are kind of set in stone. Not exactly, but it's like you're kind of having to decide how much you want to make things that are published obsolete. Right. But now that we're running yeah. on kind of like a, a primarily online based system in which we've got the PDFs, we've got War Room updating consistently, we've got the card database, things like that, CID running all the time. Um, I know it, it can be a little bit of a um, it's a little bit of a curse word in the video game industry these days, but it's it's moved over to kind of a live service type setup in yeah. which you're able to consistently <clears throat> iterate instead of thinking about it as one major edition shift. I, I think I think a lot of people are saying they're like, oh, is this Mark three point five? It's just an easy way for them to define what's going on. Yeah, but to, to kind of uh, grasp the concept yeah, but but right? at the end of the day it's kind of meaningless right it's just no this is just the next version like whatever you want to call that and this it, is the next update and and kind of to kind of talk a little bit about people you know taking advantage of the fact that we can post lists and we can communicate in real time with each other to, to discuss mm-hmm. you know dojoine and all that kind of stuff um as you know with my history with like mock sporting house and working um with, you know, as a Magic the Gathering reseller and as a player of, like, Magic the Gathering, I think what these themes do is you look at, like, competitive Magic the Gathering where deck lists is very much a thing that people access and copy, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But I think where our previous theme system was a little too restraining and where this system succeeds is one of the fun things of playing, like, competitive Magic is the fact that a new thing comes out and you find a reason to tinker with your deck and put in that one new card that that does something cool, right? right? And I think that's what we're going to see with this system is a return to form where people, yeah, they might be caught, you know, they might be looking on DGI to find out what the cool list is that just won that thing. But you're going to have people constantly fiddling with their version of their list because they don't have to get 60 points of infantry to unlock their three right. free things. They don't have to... They don't have to follow these narrow restrictions that limits exactly how they tinker. Now people are going to be free to tinker however you want. And you're going to see a lot more of those lists where people go, well, I took out this solo and I put in this solo because that just works better with my play mm-hmm. style. Where normally, previously, that, that didn't happen because people were like, well, I can't do that because it's not my right. free option. And it's going to be like Ugh. a lot of a return to the Mark II style of things where you take a list that you really liked and maybe you're like, I want another Warjack, and I feel like I don't care about these things, so I'm just going to do this, and I'm going to see how it goes. Which, now that you mentioned oh, yeah, it, totally. a feeling that I haven't had for a really long time. I mean, think about, like, you and I last week or whatever had a conversation when um, I spoiled Bunk mm-hmm. in the Night, right? Where I said, hey, here are these three different solo packages I'm thinking about taking. Which one sounds cool yep. to you? And like in the previous version, I might not be able to do that because it might change how I acquire right, my free because models. Some of them might have been like pushing other things out that you needed to pay points for to get your things. Exactly. And then it was, and then we were sitting there talking, and the, basically the resolution on the package that I would take was, well, I'll need to wait and see what the rest of my meta plays and what's yeah. the best thing to use against yeah. them, right? And I think that's yeah. that's dope. Well, I think one of the other interesting things this is really going to do is that it's going to take everything from like local metas to competitive metas, and it's going to completely refresh every like month or two. 
because the answers to the previous hotness will be there in some form that's not expected and they're going to come out and crush things and then it's going to be like oh my gosh this is really really good for like two weeks and then we're going to get to the point where people are like all right but i figured out how to beat this thing and then they're going to come out and crush it and then there's going to be a new thing and it's just going to be like like this crazy playground of these revolving cycles that's not based off of new releases but it's based off of the fact that you can customize your list so much again the the meta should hopefully be constantly evolving and um you know, adapting, adapting to what the meta finds yeah. successful. And, you know, a lot of people are asking, Oh, are you guys nerfing this? Are you guys buffing that? And, you know, kind of taking it back to, we want to see how things change because you have big meta boogeymen, like uh, some of the scornalists like Iona and Tharn, you have things like that. And those things are still going to be super strong. Those lists are just going to be very strong when the theme remix comes out until someone goes, Oh wait, I can do this weird thing in, ghost fleet or something right that just totally that wasn't available because of the restrictions and now i can do this weird thing whoa and it just totally dumps on that list right ghost fleet haven't yeah. thought about that for a minute but boy would that take a solid yeah. dump on the you know, I, 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 I was just grabbing yeah, i was just grabbing some theme out of thin air yeah. that i don't necessarily I think, think it's gonna be ghost fleet or whatever but yeah pretty much since the day we like that all this stuff was actually announced i've just been thinking about how interesting Warfare Weekend is going to be. It's the first convention I'm going to be at after these yeah. these changes go into play. And I'm just like, what is that even going to look well, like? Like That place is just going to be a gigantic too, Wild West right? nightmare. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a more recent thing. But yeah. Is Attack X going to be using the new system? Uh, I hope. They should be. It's in September. Yeah, it should be. That's, I mean, so, I think it's... I don't know what the actual release date Oblivion is. And unfortunately, I was going to get sent to Attack X, but I will be in Japan at that time. Yeah. So I'll be on vacation. Yep. Just too bad because uh, I really enjoyed TACX the the one time I went to it and I would have loved to go again. But Robin and I's yeah, Robin really and I's vacation just happened to overlap. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, I, I'm almost 100 percent certain they're going to be using the Oblivion rules because Corey Doyle is like oh, running yeah. the War Machine side of Good. things. Yep, and he he will be wanting to use that. Absolutely. Them. Yeah, and I, I'm always I'm always a proponent of let people use their new toys, even if that might mess up someone's like legacy thing. I just think it's always so much more fun to just use the cool new stuff, yep. right? And that's part yeah. of, like, I'm just excited for the first convention I go to after this, all this stuff comes out, because it's just going to be, like, it's going to feel like the Wild West, in a way. You're just going to walk in and be like, what is even, what yeah. is the meta? I don't know, man. Like, I'm just I'm just going to read it out <laughs> best I can and play what seems good. My, uh, my prophet's eye, I think we're going to see people playing a lot of the things they're playing now, but, like, refined with the new thing. Yeah. I think it's going to take a hot minute. I think it's going to take a month or two for people to like figure out what beats Iona. I know there was people who were kind of concerned about like, Oh, what about like WTC? Cause it's so soon after this and they've decided that they're going to be using the, the, the oblivion yeah. rules. And it's and to me, it's like, I, I don't think they're going to look that different. I think you'll see some lists that are tweaked. You'll get a couple people who like saw something weird and are trying it. But for the most yeah. part, I don't you're going to find like, there's going to be like that one person on each team who's going to bring the really right. weird. Like I, I don't think say. WTC's meta is going to shake up like too much off of it. Uh, just yeah. partly because of the nature of the kind of players that are doing it as well. They want to play the stuff that they're really practiced with. Um, but like yeah. after <laughs> that, I feel like everything like after WTC is just like fair game. Oh, it's going to be the wild. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely bonkers. Yep. And that's what I'm excited yeah. to see. I'm excited to see that, you know, rejuvenate um, people's spirits of the game and just get excited again and just be doing cool things. I'm excited to see people posting lists that are just weird and 
and someone say, oh, that list will never work. And then they come back and say, I just took it to a tournament and dumped on everybody because they didn't expect this weird thing that I was able to do. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It'd be really fun to see all that happen again. Definitely. Yeah. And it should keep happening. Like there's so many things to do in all of the themes now. Yeah. Even just the ones. We yeah. I, I, I feel like, like there's, it feels like we went from like a bunch of options to like infinite options almost. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if you look at the themes, most of the themes are about as big as, like, Mark 1 factions were, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you, you really touched on what the themes are, right? Yeah, um, they're factions. Yeah. They're, like, little factions. Basically, and it's, like, the idea is, like, hey, here's trenchers, here's man of war, here's magic, you know, people, here's what, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's how, how can you take the a chunk of a faction and turn it into its own little faction? For sure. Because otherwise you have like 150 Signar models and that's just kind of a nightmare to deal with. Yep. So it helps, yeah. you know, distill it down into something a bit more manageable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm definitely excited to see where everything's going. It's going to be a really fun. So what, what factions are you guys the most excited to tinker with? Scorn. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm. And we've I'm, seen a couple of the spoilers at this point yeah. with DOA and Masters, right? Yeah, I mean, just frankly, DOA looks like the theme force that you can just iterate on forever, and it's just going to get crazier. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bit of an eye on like Scorn, obviously, because I've been playing the most recently. Uh, Protector a little bit because they've kind of been my Mark Three first love, but I'm kind of all in on Infernals at the moment, so I'm just trying to figure out how the hell they work. Because oh, because I mean. Hearts of Darkness, Dude, man. Infernals take like most of the fundamentals of the game I've learned over the past like seven years and just like throw them out the damn window. So I'm just like trying to figure out how they function, and it's really fun but kind of daunting. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're um, and like Hearts of Darkness is crazy. It was crazy for us to put in a war room. Yeah. It was crazy to manage. It's going to be crazy for people to develop lists for. It's just gonna, it's just going to be fun and wacky and zany, yeah. like. No matter what else happens, Hearts of Darkness and Infernals are going to be a fun addition to the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited yeah. for all the like all the proper faction Infernal models to actually release so I can pick up all those and then start kind of thinking a lot more about Hearts of Darkness uh, yeah. and what kind of stuff I want to collect uh, for that. Yeah, I'm for me, I'm excited for my Grimkin. I'm excited to fill around with more Bump of the Night and tweak my King of Nothing lists. And oh, man. That some more. During my very short, and Jaden will probably understand what I'm saying, during my very short stint with Grimkin, <laughs> Figuring out the free points in Grimkin list was always such a pain in the ass. Yeah. (laughs) They had so many things that were like just the wrong point value that you're like, God, I got to like turn this into like a min unit, even though I don't want to and like do this. Like, well, and Malady men made it worse because mm -hmm. they're like the best free option, but they also count towards points. And so you're like, I can't ever pay for this other Malady man unit because or I can't ever get it for free because I have to pay for it so that I get my 60 points so I can yep. get the other yeah, thing. Grim, Grim, and it, 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 it's exactly that kind of stuff that inspired this yeah, theme change, something... right? Oz, Oz likes to bring it up all the time where someone on the CID forums said they wanted the Clockatrice to be more expensive so that they could it's... get free points easier. Right, because it would be a buff to the way lists are designed, right? You're like, yeah, oh, this is actually... Yep. I somehow get more stuff by this being more expensive because yeah. I have And then for me... The one that always kind of triggered me was people being, well, I don't take Carrie on a rose because she stops me from having an additional free thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean that's what like the the amount of li- the amount of lists I've built. Honestly, the amount of lists I've built where I've gone, okay, so I need twenty points of these things, so I have fifteen points to actually play with, right? Like, because yep. that's my seventy-five points, and like that that's pretty common. Not to say I haven't like I've built tons of lists I've really really liked within that, but it's definitely like that's the focus, and uh, yeah. so just kind of being able to be like I don't care, <laughs> like, just sounds. Sounds yeah. really nice. It's just going to be a lot more chill. Well, it's just going to unlock things for a lot of casters that couldn't otherwise, like battle group casters, mostly couldn't play outside of. The oh yeah, man, this game. is like. Yeah. And now I'm like, all these changes for Ammon are so good, <laughs> and Durst, right? Or like Chromac Two, or Kai yeah. Three, or any of the synergy casters. Like Viros Two is just like party. Yeah, um, I think that's what's really cool is hopefully we're going to see some other casters who have not had a chance to shine for a while to get a chance to come back into the limelight. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what i'm really hyped for i'm really hyped for for someone to go and win a tournament with like i don't know harkovich or something or something just bizarre right that you just don't <laughs> normally see these days but like right. at some point you know was a strong caster yeah yeah definitely yeah or yeah virus is a great example like that guy used to be everywhere and now he's nowhere right right yep uh, i'm also <laughs> really looking forward to playing with my pharaoh again i'll have to replace them since i, I got rid of the army so. <laughs> I, I have been on a minions buying and uh, trading spree of late. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the really the reason I got rid of my minions army wasn't because I don't adore my minions more than anything in the world. It's because I'm really committed to the idea of eventually uh, resin roadhogs are going to show up in the production queue or something. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. That's <laughs> like my pipe dream. Because, like, all of my uh, lesser warlocks um, that I had were all the old metal ones. Oh, when, uh, Jordan Lamb uh, got into minions of, or yeah, uh, so or, I'm sorry, not Jordan, my buddy Andrew got into Andrew, him. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait, you're wrong, guys. After our resin, what the? And I was, I was so bitter. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I'm like, and so I got rid of my minions because I'm like, one of these days I'm gonna wander into the warehouse and they're gonna be like, I'm making resin roadhogs. This is all. And I'm gonna be like, okay, time to get back in, boys. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, I actually distinctly remember that event. You like. We're like Andrew, and he's like, "What?" And you walked over to the table and picked up his wrong eye and a snapshot. And he's like, "Where'd you get this?" Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I'm just hoping it happens. I've just been crying. Every like, I go down and I like, I like bother Faye like every month. I'm like, "Are they making? Is there? Is there any chance we're gonna be making resin hogs yet?" Uh, I'm always, I'm always on the prowl. Yeah. Because oh, I hate dude assembling those things. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, tra- and transporting around my army was, but I'm really excited for like the new Pharaoh stuff because I think the the improved theme goes long ways for them like yeah. pharaoh casters like to live life a little dangerously mm-hmm. and i think having access to a trench probably makes them feel a little bit better about themselves oh yeah like do- i've been dojoing helga of all things because i'm like all right you run your slaughterhousers 12 inches into the trench yep and then they're in the trench and they can charge with pathfinder now seems I good played. And uh, I, I have i have no spoilers here except to say that i am super psyched for helga on wheels seems good seems yeah good. all right i think with that we're gonna start closing this out so i want to give thanks big thanks to everybody who supports us on patreon you guys are absolutely wonderful you're getting me to attack x uh also yeah. actually i'm gonna i Boom. i made a post of, like if you dig deep in a random comment thread i mentioned this but uh through the patreon i'm going to be picking up um equipment for recording and possibly streaming games uh, I'm yeah. not sure about streaming yet. It's going to depend a little bit on a few things, but uh, at the very least, we're probably going to be opening up a line of sight YouTube channel at some point. 
uh, probably yep. in the next like month or two. And uh, we actually already have one. There's just nothing. On that it. is true. We actually do have one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from a <laughs> from an experiment we did like a year ago. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be I'm gonna be setting up uh, that kind of stuff, and that's all done through the Patreon. So it helps us out a ton. Uh, there's been a lot of people asking about like more good like battle report type content like video stuff yeah, lately yeah and i i've wanted to do it for a long time but i just never really like i never knew the best way to kind of go about it but i've been researching it and getting it all figured out uh and i think that's something i'm able to start doing and uh that kind of stuff is is uh largely supported through through our patreon if you do want to check that out that's patreon.com slash los war machine uh, it's just kind of a tip for everything that we've got going on. We don't have anything that's gated through the Patreon or anything like that, but if you feel like supporting what we do, you can go there. Uh, also, a big thanks to Broken Egg Games for their support, because they're wonderful. I want to see those Infernal Tokens ASAP, please. I'm sure you'll be one of the first to get them, so... I expect so, but I'm still... <laughs> He posted, if anybody looks, uh, I think it's in the Infernal page, he posted a bunch of art of them, and they look amazing. Um, tricky bit is I'm going to need to find some way to handle Hearts of Darkness without buying, like, 95 faction sets. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, luck. I might just start collecting faction token sets, because whatever. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be a process, but yeah. Uh, the measuring sticks for Infernals are up for pre-order, though. Uh, so go check those out. They're really pretty. I have a set of them already, and they're amazing, and I love them. And if you do go to the uh, Broken Egg Games store, you can use the code LOS5COTE, get 5% off everything on the Broken Egg store. Also, big thanks to Tyson, who is an amazing man, wonderful mad mad genius that is Tyson. Uh, he runs figurepainters.com, as well as the actual Facebook group Figure Painters. Uh, he's been doing a whole bunch of stuff for Infernals. Um, he's got the uh, amazing Griever Swarm flight bases, which uh, I have a set of and I'm working on painting. I haven't decided how I'm going to handle them yet. Uh, he also just started posting uh, images for his Infernal bases. Mm -hmm. Those things and, are sweet. Uh, those look really, really cool. He's got like a different... It's interesting what he's done. He's he's uh, got a, a different kind of base that uh, the horrors are going to be on. It looks like it's something like out a, of Doom. Yeah, they do kind of. Yep. Which, which uh, means I'm just, all in, of course. Just staring at it really closely, it took me back to playing HeroScape when I was a kid. Just it's these little like it's these little <laughs> kind of multi-leveled hex hex grids, and I was like, oh boy, oh, man, hit me, hit I me know, right man. in the feels. Yeah. <laughs> yep, man, I had so much of that stuff. Ugh. Anyway, uh, glorious. Um, he's also been hinting at some cool stuff for the gate when that comes out. So yeah. hopefully, we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, you can go to our website, which is loswarmachine.com, if you want to see all of our stuff that we do. Uh, our Twitter is at los underscore Chandler, at los underscore Jaden, or you can bother Brett if he ever checks it, at chokeobsess underscore ll. <laughs> Are you on Twitter at all, Jeff? Okay, no. just checking. Uh, you can email us. <laughs> I'm pretty devoid of social That's media. Right, I've been a kind of slowly... I'm kind of I'm kind of biting into the hype that social media is maybe not the greatest thing in the universe, so I'm kind of beginning yeah. to do the little bit of the depends on your goal. <laughs> yeah, and that is a, that's a very good way. Yeah. Not, not for me to not to frame me to in, me to slam. Right, 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 right. No, you, yeah, you it, 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 yeah. It depends on what you're after. Yeah, uh, right. you can email us at losformahords at gmail dot com, or you can uh, find us on Facebook. Just line of sight. If you guys like on there, it's the easiest way to see everything we've got going on also message any of us on facebook i also want to give a big thanks to jeff for coming on and talking to us 
Oh yeah, my pleasure. I had a great time. I loosened up over. I, I loosened up as I went through this show, and I got like more chatty. Yep. It takes time. That's what yeah. Along. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about all the changes coming up. It'll be really fun to see kind of how the game shakes out over the next, you know, uh, well, forever really. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess my shill is come and see me at Gen Con. Come and yep. visit our booth. Buy some stuff. Get Oblivion. Play the game. Have a fun mm-hmm. time. Ty. Get that. Et cetera. That's what I got. That's my shield. Seems good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, and we'll see you guys next week. All righty. Bye. Bye.